Welcome to Rally Hunt Club. In this webisode, we're going to talk about our turkey season. Now, the previous episode, I showed you what we did to prepare for turkeys. So now we're going to go through the turkey season. And Chuck Campbell, the actual vice president of the club and a good buddy of mine, he actually filmed some video on his camera, and I'm going to share that video with, with you guys. But first, I'm going to go over my video. Now, I had a pretty tough turkey season. We've got some video kills, but some of the hunts didn't go over as well as I, I would like. Now, I had a lot of commitments this year in Texas and in Mississippi and Florida. So, um, I didn't get to hunt on our lease in Georgia as much as I'd like to, which really bothered me because some of these hunts that I went, like Texas, we were out there hunting birds and they just didn't have the number of birds. The birds were hand up and it just bothered me knowing that we had a bunch of birds in Georgia that we could have stayed there instead of spending all this money and all this time going to another location. And next year, I think I'm going to cut back on some of my commitments and I'm going to hunt a lot more in Georgia. Now, I met up with my good friend Bill Vincent, who's also a member of the club, for a three-day hunt in April, the 1st of April. This was, before, this was after a Florida hunt and before a Texas hunt that I had to go on. We got up there and um, the birds were hinned up. We actually called in a few gobblers and they'd come in and then the hen take them off. But um, as you can see in this video, we had a few encounters like this hen really got in amongst the decoys. But um, we had a pretty good time. We just never got any birds that actually come in. And we also had um, a tornado one day that came through one night and we thought we were going to get blown away. kind of scared us. We woke up the next morning and about a couple miles down the road you saw all these pine trees that were twisted off and we heard of a few people that actually got um, hurt and actually one woman got killed about 10 miles down the road. But in this video you can see we had some jakes come into our setup one afternoon. Now there was 12 jakes in this, um, in this one video right here. Now these come through and there was a bunch of them on the other side that I, I didn't get any video of. So anyway, so we're sitting here and we're videoing these jakes. It's always good to see these jakes because you know they're going to be two-year-old birds next year. Plus the amount of birds that we already had on camera. And that was one of the things that really bothered me about going and hunting other places because we've seen a lot of birds in the past deer season and off season and had a ton of birds on trail cameras. And here I am hunting another place I don't know as much. So you can see what my problem I had and the gut pro and the, you know the feeling in my gut that I was like why why aren't I hunting in Georgia? So anyway, the last morning we were fortunate enough to video this bearded hen. Now, I've always had some experience with bearded hens. I've had them in Florida. We've had them up here in Georgia before. It's just something about bearded hens that's just pretty cool. In Georgia, you can't shoot any bearded hen. So anyway, here's some video of the bearded hen. Uh, the next time I hunted in May was the last few days of the season. Now, the season in Georgia is over with May 15th. And I've been up there, and it's totally different than hunting in um, April. I mean, you got so much leaves on the, on the trees now, so the gobblers are not, the goblin is not as loud. And anyway, we'd been up there, and I'd personally been having trouble with them again. They, they still had some hens, and they just weren't coming to the call like they were earlier, I guess because it's later in the season and all. And um, like I said, I normally don't hunt a lot in May, but um, since I normally have my tags filled, but this time, since I had a tough season, I wanted to go up there and try it again. So I was driving down the road, and I saw this one gobbler out in the field. 
and he was going toward our lease. I knew where he was going. So I ran in there and set up in the area where I showed you on this previous episode where we had a fire. And um, sure enough, um, he was gobbling. And I sat up in this tr- this blown down tree, and I was expecting him to come to the right. Well, he gobbled in about five minutes. Later, he didn't never even gobble. So I thought he'd gone another way. So I got my call and started gobbling. And right when I put it down, I saw him coming from my left and behind me, which you see in this video. And sure enough, he coming in, and I think, and he got kind of spooky. And my decoys are to the right. And so right when he got to the decoys, as you can see, he started spooking out, and he starts running off, hauling butt off. And on what it was, I was just wide open, and he saw me. And I had one little hole to shoot him at about 53 yards. And as you see in this video, I made a shot. And um, it knocked him down, and I could see him broke down. So I threw the camera down, and I jumped up, and I ran over there, and I got to him. So it was a pretty good feeling, and I was um, lucky to get him. Now that you saw that I got a bird, let's look at some of Chuck's video. Now this season, Chuck was determined to get his 11-year-old daughter a gobbler. So they went up there and they hunted the opening week of um, turkey season. Now they called in three or four gobblers, I know, and she just could never get the gun on the gobbler, whether it was on this side of the tent or behind a tree or moving too quick not stopping or not knowing which one to shoot she just could never do it she just never killed a bird she's just an inexperienced hunter so my hats off for chuck for trying to get his daughter a gobbler because he could have easily easily tagged out that first week of um georgia season with with the way the birds were responding and coming to the call so anyway he shares some of these video encounters and as you can see a couple of these you can see the gobblers are just skirting around them so let's look at some of these now so here they are in a tent now hunting with a new hunter or especially 11 year old i know hunting with my boy you see a lot of my hunts out of a tent so hunting out of a tent really is it helps with the youth but as you can see he's right there next to a pine tree and you see the gobbler out there and you can see how he's skirting around and you know chuck could stick the 12 gauge gun out the window and and kill the bird but a 20 gauge and 11 year old never shot a bird that's hard to do and birds just playing peekaboo Just skirting around. That's a nice bird. Nice and thick, too. Ooh. He had to reposition to another window. And find her, find him again. There he is.
I'm telling you, you you kill you a Georgia Eastern, uh, to me, I think you've killed one of the hardest birds to kill. They are so smart and so weary, they have just, just seen it all. They just will not drop down and come to them decoys like other birds will. So, I mean, that is so typical of what a Georgia Eastern will do. They will just hang up. Sometimes they'll hang up like that and they'll just sit there and gobble and strut and expect that hen to throw down and come running right to him. So thick in there, he's trying to have Chuck's having a hard time focusing. Just someone quite right. You gotta get that boy a tripod so he can steady it a little bit better than that. Give him a little bit better tripod. Okay, the next hunt, they're at the end of a food plot. And um, this is one of the most active jakes I've seen in a long time. Now, he loves to gobble. And obviously, as you can see in this video, he loves to strut. He is proud of himself. And he hangs around three or four other jakes. But he's the dominant jake in that jake group. We've got photos of him with two other mature gobblers. And they're strutting and he's strutting and they don't seem to mind. So he's got some dominance to them. And Chuck's sitting here trying to call this bird in down this food plot. And sure enough, if you see, here come the hens and some other jakes. And good old strutting jake. Now they're sitting in a tent once again, and Chuck's got it out the window. So you know that little 11 year old's heart just to beating up a storm watching them put on this show. And there's a hen there, and there's those those, those four jakes right there. And um, he's calling and trying to get them to come down. You know she's all excited. And once again, that is typical. See how the hens go that way and the gobblers go that way? Oh, that's so typical. Now, she did finally get a shot at one of these birds. Now, Chuck and him had given up and they packed in. They were walking down the road. And they saw these turkeys walking the other way. So they quickly got around them and got set up where they were going through. 
Now, this is outside of a tent, so my hat's off to Chuck. He's sitting there, he's got his daughter between his legs, he's got the camera to the side, and he's trying to coach her on how to shoot the bird and video at the same time while in the wide open. Now, as you see in the video, it's pretty thick right there in front of him, and that that is a good thing for help concealing them, but it's a bad thing trying to get an 11-year-old on a bird. So let's watch and see what happens. She didn't quite get enough load in that bird to bring him down. So anyway, we had a great season. Had fun hunting with family and friends. We're going to hunt there a lot on the club a lot more next year. And so now it's time to get ready for deer season. So thanks for watching Reality Hunt Club.